A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Thursday, April 15th. As of April 1st, it is legal to possess small amounts of cannabis for personal recreational use, but the state has no place set up to legally buy it. That could take 18 to 24 months. You may think it's a conundrum, but the governor's legal counsel, Beth Garvey, said on Wednesday that it is now legal to buy it elsewhere. We have also, in many of our border states, um, legal adult-use cannabis, which can now be legally purchased across the state border um, and consumed within New York State. But on a news conference call with Governor Cuomo, when I pressed the governor on the issue about it still being illegal to purchase cannabis in New York State, he cut me off and moved to another journalist question. If no one files an independent petition to run for Port Jervis mayor by the end of May, incumbent Kelly Decker will be running unopposed in November for his fifth two-year term. As it stands now, Decker has the Democratic and Conservative Party lines with no Republican challenger. He would like to complete projects already underway in his administration. Downtown, we have the hotel being built. We are uh, doing the sidewalk projects on um, Pike Street. Uh, we've just applied for some grant money for uh, uh, sidewalks on East Main Street. I'm going to be looking at the DRI that's coming back again this year uh, to focus on Riverside Park and working uh, hand-in-hand with the Outdoor Club as well as some private investors and uh, and creating that into a uh, destination location. Decker also said annexation of land from the town of Deer Park to the city should be complete by this fall. Ulster County Executive Patrick Ryan signed an executive order as part of the county's ongoing Green New Deal plan on Wednesday afternoon. The order ensures that any construction of renewable green energy infrastructure projects must hire local unions and local private contractors and mandates that prevailing wage be paid to those workers on those projects. Ryan said that the overall focus of the county's Green New Deal is creating renewable energy infrastructure in the county, and the county has a number of those projects in the works, but the most important focus is to bring new jobs to the county for local and union laborers, ones that pay good wages. To me, the core part of the Green New Deal is is creating good-paying union jobs as we do that work to protect our environment, to transition to clean energy, uh, and really to rebuild our infrastructure coming out of a once-in-a-century pandemic. So. Today, Ulster County is going to continue to lead in both protecting our environment and making sure we're doing right um, by our our working people and especially those in in, in our partners in the building trades. President of the Hudson Valley Building and Construction Trades Council, Todd DiOrio, said mandating a prevailing wage pay to workers in the trades that support the creation of such infrastructure is a negligible project cost increase when put into perspective citing statistics he's gathered from a Berkeley study. Evidence shows that higher wages due to prevailing wages does not slow the demand to build solar projects. Only 6 to 11% of total project costs on solar projects are wages. A 50% in labor costs would only increase the project costs by 3 to 5%. So on a $10 million solar project that we have, maybe 300000 that would ensure um, good wages. Ryan said the Green New Deal is an ongoing legislative initiative and added that within the next week, 
50 new initiatives will be announced as part of the county's Green New Deal. Following the problem of gun violence in Kingston and across the nation, the city is taking the initiative to create a unique program to offer youths a safe place to engage, congregate, and participate in a series of programs keeping them off the streets and eliminating gun violence. That program is the Lights on Kingston program, where youths will have the city's high school open on Friday nights with a myriad of activities for them to blow off steam and have fun in simulating and productive ways, which was the brainchild of Ulster County Human Rights Commissioner Tyrone Wilson. The whole part of this is for them to come in and they create this environment. I mean, we, we kicking it off right now. But when they come in there, they're going to create the environment. They're going to they're going to tell us things that, you know, that we didn't think of, you know, and, and we want to implement that, you know, because this is supposed to be a no judgment zone place and everybody is supposed to come in here and, and have fun and and burn, you know, energy. Wednesday evening, the city's finance and audit committee unanimously passed an allocation of thirty thousand dollars from the contingency fund for the program a proposal submitted by Mayor Steve Noble. An Ulster County court jury of eight men and four women has convicted an Ellenville man of first-degree rape and other charges in connection with a September 8, 2019 attack on a woman in her home. 32-year-old Andrew Sturgill of Ellenville was found guilty of rape, burglary, and sexual abuse following a more than one-week trial. He was accused of unlawfully entering the victim's Ellenville home and having sex with her while she was incapacitated. When sentenced in June, Sturgill faces up to 25 years in state prison with up to 20 years of post-release supervision. He will be required to register as a sex offender for life. Two officers sustained injuries after a 23-year-old inmate ignored several orders given by one of the officers and then attacked them at the maximum security Eastern Correctional Facility in Napanock. The assault occurred on Wednesday, April 1st at about 1.10 p.m. and was made public this week by the New York State Corrections Officers PBA. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com.